Well, welcome to another Ask Me Anything episode here. My name is Ashrita. I'm the host of the Prayers of Rest podcast. And um, man, it's been such a joy this past year, especially as I've been traveling to different speaking events um, and women's retreats and conferences to meet so many of you who are listening to the podcast. I love being able to put faces and voices with names and um, just love those conversations, whether we're at the table and I'm signing books or just praying with listeners. Um, It's just, it's been such a joy. And oftentimes I get questions um, that are just such great questions. And because the Prayers of Rest podcast is meant to be more of a guided prayer, Um, I don't really have space to do a whole lot of teaching here on the podcast. So these Ask Me Anything episodes are kind of an opportunity for me to share the answers that I share with people when I meet them in real life at these events in a way that hopefully you'll be encouraged that um, whatever you're struggling with, whatever your question is, you're not the only one. (laughs) Like other people are having these struggles and these questions as well. And I also want to say, like, this isn't the authoritative, like, only way to answer this question. I'm really just responding based on my own walk with Jesus over the years and my own study of his word um, over, like, three decades now of of being with him. So um, definitely, like, I would love to hear your thoughts in response to my responses and have a conversation around that. The best place to do that would probably be our Patreon community. We have um, people who join us every month to support this podcast, and we also have great conversations there as well. Uh, We'll have a link to the show notes to share how you can join in that. But also, if you have a question, feel free to write that in. You can email it or you can leave a voice message. Um, We'll have links for how you can do that because I, I love responding to questions. I love having an opportunity to encourage you in a different way. So here today to help me make that happen is my friend and the producer of this podcast, Kendra Stanton. Kendra, welcome. Hello. <laughs> you ready to do this again? I am. This is so much fun. Um, I love these kind of episodes. So how it'll work if you haven't listened to an Ask Me Anything episode before is I will read a question from a reader or a listener of the podcast um, and Asherita will respond and then give us one thing that we can do to enjoy Jesus um, and delight in him, Um, just addressing whatever question that we have. Um, yeah, so that's how it's going to work. All right. Well, I'm ready to dig in, yes. are you? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So first up, we have a question that two of our readers asked similar questions. So we're just going to read one of mm-hmm. them. Um, but the question is, the biggest thing keeping me from spiritual growth is fear that when I come to the Lord's presence, All I'm going to hear is a list of all the ways I'm falling short and all the sins I've committed. Even after 24 plus years of believing, freedom still seems so far away. So Asherita, how can she break free from that fear? Yeah, um, man, I've struggled with this too. Um, and, And what I want to encourage you is to see... What does Jesus do in scripture? Like, how does he respond to our failures and our shortcomings? How does he interact with sinners in the gospels? Um, And what we see on the one hand, I think it's so great that to have 
this high view of God because he is holy, because there is this like unapproachable glory, right? We see that throughout scripture. And and that is a big part of the gift that Jesus came to give us, that we get to come before God, not because we don't have sins or faults or because we're not failures, but because Jesus covers that. Uh, and so again and again, what we see in the Gospels is Jesus the, is the one who actually chases down um, those who, I was just listening this morning to Jesus and Zacchaeus, like Zacchaeus just wanted to get a glimpse of Jesus and Jesus stops under the sycamore tree and he's the one who looks up and he's the one who invites himself over to Zacchaeus's house and he says, come down, I'm, I'm coming over for dinner. <laughs> um, and I love that about him. Jesus was accused of being someone who would party with sinners. Um, and so I, I want to be careful to say this isn't this blasé, um, like, it, it doesn't matter if there's sin in our lives. No, no, no. Jesus calls us to to abandon that, to follow him, um, for his spirit to do a work of regeneration in our lives. But I want to say, if if your guilt is keeping you from coming to God, that is not God's spirit. Um, God's spirit will convict us of sin. God's spirit will... Um, instill in us a sorrow that leads to repentance, that makes us chase after Jesus, that makes us welcome his embrace when he when he comes after the lost sheep. If failure and guilt are driving us away from God's presence, that is from the pit of hell. That is one of the primary ways that Satan tries to keep us trapped and imprisoned by sin by saying there's no way that God's going to forgive that. We know that Satan, one of his names is the accuser. That's actually like what Satan means in the Greek, the accuser, the one who stands to accuse us of all the ways we fall short. And so when that comes to mind, the the failure, the past sin, the guilt that you just can't get over, recognize it as the voice of the accuser. If it is driving you away from God's presence, that is not God's spirit. That is not from God. That is the accuser. And so to that we say, you're right. I have failed. I have sinned. I am guilty. But look at Jesus. It is his love. It is his invitation. It is his perfect sacrifice that washes me white as snow. And so I get to come into the presence of God with boldness and confidence, Hebrews says, because we have a great high priest who can empathize with our weakness, who knows how we fail and fall short. And he welcomes us to come anyway because he's accomplished that work. And so that is my encouragement to you is to take some time to um, study this topic in scripture. Look at what God says about forgiveness, about righteousness. Look at Jesus' ministry as our high priest, um, and maybe even write out some scripts for yourself. Um, I find such comfort in the hymn before the throne of God above. Um, I know it's not scripture, um, but it's rich with theological truth. And and so when Satan does like fl- hurl those accusations, um, upward I look and see him there who made an end to all my sin. Because the sinless Savior died, my sinful soul has been set free. 
And so one with God, that, that is what atonement means. Um, so I'm getting a little bit on my, on my soapbox here, but, but as you can hear, like, I'm so passionate about this because I believe so many of God's people are held trapped by guilt and shame and condemnation. Mm-hmm. And that is not the way of God. Um, and, and so have, have a conversation with someone in your church if this is hard for you. Um, if you've never confessed that sin, like, Oh, run to Jesus, mm. <laughs> confess it, ask him for his forgiveness, and then be assured that when we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us. And anytime that guilt and shame and condemnation come up, you need to rebuke that in the name of Jesus and say, no, Jesus says, I am, I am forgiven. I am cleansed. I can come boldly before his throne. Mm, so good. And then we also, we just had a podcast season about breaking free from things like this, right? So um, definitely check out maybe breaking free from shame or breaking free from fear or generational sin. If it's a sin that you're, um, that's been a generational struggle, like those kinds of things. So definitely check those out. I'll have that link in the show notes for you. Yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up, Kendra, because we're also, we just wrapped up who I am in Mm -hmm. Christ. And so some of what we prayed through is in Christ, I'm forgiven. In Christ, I'm blameless. In Christ, I'm set free. Um, And so that that's just practical ways that you can renew your mind with what scripture says, with what God says is true about Mm -hmm. you. Yes. Listen to those over and over again. All right. Nicole B says, my biggest struggle is that I don't know where to start. Can you help? Oh, Nicole, I love this. Um, man, so keep it simple. <laughs> it's one of one of my mantras when it comes to any sort of starting something. Um, but I'll also say, like, right up there is find someone in your local church that can walk with you, um, that can encourage you, that can hold you accountable, that you can study something together, or maybe you can meet up to pray together. Um, so that that would actually be the first thing is is find someone in your local church. Um, ask God to bring someone in your life that you can walk this path together. Um, such a such a joy to do that. As far as like, okay, but but what do I do? Mm-hmm. Um, you can start with the Gospel of John. It's such a beautiful presentation of the life of Jesus. And just take like a short passage each day and ask this one question. What does this teach me about Jesus? Mm. Um, and if you have a journaling Bible, if you have like some space in the margin, just write down your answer to that. Maybe write the date and then write what you learned about Jesus that day and then respond to him. <laughs> Jesus, thank you that you are the word of God, that you have revealed to us the Father. Like, I, I'm not sure what that means, but that that's pretty cool. I think it's cool, you know, um, and, and be honest with him and ask him, is there anything you, you want to say to me? Is there anything you want to show me? Um, and, and just keep doing that. That would be my encouragement of where to start. Start in your local church. Start with the Gospel of John and just ask that one question. Mm-hmm. What does this teach me about Jesus? Mm-hmm. Jody E says, my biggest struggle right now with spiritual growth is the fact that I feel like my quiet time is checking off boxes. I actually told God this morning that I feel like all the devotionals, readings, and studies I do are all for nothing. I'm not feeling anything or changing from them. Maybe I don't trust or have faith in him. Now I feel awful. One, because I actually said those words out loud to God, and two, because they are really truly how I feel. 
mostly because I really want to know his word and have a relationship with him. Yeah, Jody, I would say, actually, I'm so glad that you said that to God. I think sometimes we feel like we need to present a certain uh, facade <laughs> before God. Um, and this just reminds me of the episode, the the season that we did on hard emotions, like getting honest with God about some hard emotions that all of us feel, but we don't really want to confess. And when we look at the Psalms, we see the Psalms are filled with honesty, just gut-wrenching honesty, um, confessing all the sorts of things that you feel like good Christians shouldn't confess. So, Joni, let me say you are in great company <laughs> being honest with God, and that's actually the place to start. Um now, the second part of that, like, I feel awful because that's how I feel, um, that that just reveals to me that you don't want to be stuck in that place. You don't want to just go through the motions. You, you know that there is something more, and your heart longs for that something more. And, and so you're on the right path, uh, being honest with God about where you currently are, and then realizing that there's something more in store. And so what I would encourage you to do, Jody, is ask ask him. Like, keep being honest with him. If you're bored with reading scripture, God, I'm sorry, but this is boring. Like, I don't get it. Uh, Would you stir in me a hunger for your word? Would you open my eyes to see and understand? Would you open my mind to perceive why this is so wonderful and glorious? Because I know that scripture says that your word is a delight, but I'm not feeling really delightful right now. (laughs) But I want to. God, I want to. You promise that those who seek you will find you. If they seek you with their whole heart, you will be found by them. God, I'm seeking you. Would you make yourself found? Would you even teach me how to pray and what to ask for? Um, Jody, there was a season in my life, 20, I'd say 2014, 2015, um, where I was so just bored with reading the Bible, like I was going through the motions exactly where you were. And that was my prayer. It was stir in me a hunger for your word. God, I, I don't like this about myself. I don't like that I, I've gotten here. God, would you make your word spirit and life to me? Would you help me to delight in them more than the, the psalmist says the richest affair? And so in my mind, I'm like more than brownies, more than ice cream, <laughs> more than my favorite treats. God, I want to delight in your word that way. And your word says that it's possible, but it's going to take a supernatural act of God. So would you do that work in my heart? And Jody, I'm here to tell you today, like he did. He did. Those prayers delight his heart and his answer will always be yes. Sometimes though, he wants to stir that desire before he he answers it. Um, and so keep praying, keep asking with boldness and confidence and faith, knowing that he's going to do this good work in your heart. Mm, yes, yes. Okay, it's. I think we have time for one more question before we wrap things up. And so this last question is from Beverly S. She says, This is hard for me to admit, but my struggle is making quiet time and study a priority. I think it's because I'm a reader. I love immersing myself in books where the story takes me away from the busyness and worries of life. I've always had a hard time reading material that doesn't grab me. Unfortunately, the Bible and study books that I've been reading are hard for me to read. I just end up reading words, not paying attention what to, to what I'm reading. Can you help? Yeah, Beverly. Um, th- 
this just shows such self-awareness <laughs> that you can even identify like, oh, this is why it's a struggle for me because it, it doesn't grab me. It doesn't capture my imagination. Um, and so I would start with my response to Jody, <laughs> which is start by asking God to give you that. Ask him to stir in you a hunger for his word. Um, but then also practically speaking, um, I want to encourage you, like the Bible is an ancient text that was written to ancient people who lived in a time and culture so very different from ours. And it's also a literary text. There's a lot happening in the pages that just goes way above our heads if we're just casually perusing it. Um, and so if it feels hard, I want to encourage you, like, sometimes it takes work. And, and that's okay. Work doesn't equal hard. <laughs> um, but it can also be fun. And so this is this is how I want to encourage you to maybe, Beverly, try something different. I have found such help in the videos produced by the Bible Project. Um, yes, I love them. Have you watched them, Kendra? <laughs> yes, I have. <gasps> like so, so these are Bible scholars. Um, they're actually two guys, um, and one is like a Bible nerd, and the other one is your everyday Joe that asks the question that everyone else is wondering. <laughs> like, how does this fit in? How does this make sense? What about this? Um, and they produce these incredible videos that will take – um, a book of the Bible or a theme in scripture. I just listened to their podcast series on dragons in the Bible. Kendra, I was like, wait, what? Dragons <laughs> in the Bible? Like, what? Yep. Who said the Bible is boring? <laughs> like, once you start uncovering what's there, once you start seeing patterns and, and you have a guide who can explain to you what this means in the context of the grand narrative of scripture. Um, Beverly, I think you're going to find that scripture is fascinating that it it rivals the best novel as far as like interpersonal conflict and character <laughs> development and there's romance and yes there's dragons like there is so much in there but overall it is one story that points to Jesus and when you see those threads of the love of Jesus the, the love of the father through him for us um it's like pieces of a puzzle that start falling into place. And and I also want to encourage you, like, don't give up. Um, I'm now like 30 years into, almost 30 years into studying scripture. And there's still parts that I'm like, I don't get this. <laughs> this doesn't make sense to me. Um, but I'm still going to diligently study it and kind of, I, I like picturing it as putting a, a jewel or putting a gem into a treasure box. And someday I'm going to open that treasure box and I'm going to recognize it for the beauty that it is. It might not make sense for me now, but I'm just putting deposits in that treasure box. Um, and and God delights to reveal himself to us through his word. So um, that's that's something that I actually read a few years ago um, that some rabbis will still do this when they read the Torah and they get to a passage that they don't understand. Um, they like have this fun celebratory dance. <laughs> They'll be like rejoicing and celebrating that God is about to reveal to them something they didn't previously understand. And so approaching the text with a sense of excitement and, and that God's spirit is at work while also doing some of the work of actually 
learning to understand it and interpret it, um, using these great resources we have, like the Bible Project, um, and also like the Filament app. If you've watched any of the Bible review videos I've done on YouTube, you've heard me talk about the Filament app. We have so many resources at our disposal to really dig into and understand scripture. Um, I think as you pray that God would delight your heart in his word, you will be just so jazzed to see him answer (laughs) that. So jazzed. I love that phrase. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you all, um, all of you listeners, for listening to this episode of Ask Me Anything with Asherita. Um, This has been so much fun. Thank you, Asherita, for inviting me to come on to the podcast and co-host with you. Oh, Kendra, thanks for doing this with me. This is a lot more fun than me talking to a screen by myself. (laughs) Yeah, I can imagine. (laughs) Well, if you have any questions that we haven't answered, I'm sure there are many, many out there. Make sure um, that you check out the show notes of this podcast episode um, and send us a voice message on SpeakPipe or send me an email. Um, All of those details will be there for you. Yeah. And a big thank you as we wrap up to our Patreon prayer partners. It's your monthly support that makes this happen. And I'm not just saying that or reading it off a script. Like that truly is heartfelt. Thank you. Um, And also, Kendra, thanks for being here. Thanks for producing the podcast. Um, And listeners, thank you for being here. Like this is why this actually happens is because we have such a thriving and growing community of people around the world who want to pray who want to respond to God's invitation to delight him in him and to rest in him. And so thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing the podcast with your friends. Um, And we love your feedback. So if you enjoy these Ask Me Anything episodes, or if you've enjoyed the previous season, um, we'd love to see your review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or just drop us a note. We'd love to hear from you. Until we meet again, uh, until we hear from each other again. May you find much rest in Jesus. He's the one who delights in you.